a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Listening to Utah's Morning News with Tim Hughes and Amanda Dixon on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good morning, KSL News Time 7:30. KSL's top story this hour. It is the weather. Snow showers starting to pick up in parts of the Salt Lake Valley after snowing off and on about uh, for about an hour or so in Utah County. Drivers in Davis and Weber County still have dry roads on the freeway for now. KSL's meteorologist Matt Johnson. So depending on the time that you leave your house to commute, you could see dry roads, you could see a little bit of snow. Wasatch Front and Cache Valley going for one to three inches. Wasatch back three to six, maybe some of you pushing eight. Beaver to Cedar City, four to eight inches with this storm. Central Mountains, eight to 16, the same for the northern mountains. Matt says southern and southeastern Utah are going to feel the brunt of this storm. The storm will be moving out by this afternoon and this evening. Let's get an early check of traffic with Andy Farnsworth in the KSL uh, Traffic Center and see how the storm uh, moving is impacting the drive. Well, right now the biggest impact is trying to get between Lehigh and Draper on I-15 and Redwood Road because those are your only two routes into the valley. And so both of those are stacking up. Plows are working on that area. But I'm watching the storm spread and slow traffic down kind of along the west side, mostly up Bangor Highway as far north now as almost West Jordan. I'm hearing from multiple people in Murray that snowflakes are starting to fall there, but it hasn't stuck to the roads uh, anywhere really north of Sandy at the moment. But you know that's coming. You know that's coming. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. Cedar City police are uh, working to figure out why a teen showed up with a gun outside of school and is accused of threatening students in the parking lot. We get the updated information this morning from KSL News Radio's Adam Small. Adam? Amanda, right now the motive is still the question, but investigators say this started Monday when a boy pulled a gun on four students at Canyon View High School. He left the area, but police say he came back an hour later and physically assaulted another student. Canyon View High and Fiddler's Elementary were temporarily placed on lockdown while police attempted to arrest the suspect. Cedar City Community Relations Officer Gabrielle Costello tells KSL TV they're just grateful that everyone is safe at this point. We are trying to figure out what that motive is, but as of this time, we're just thankful that he and all of our students are separated and our students are safe. Costello says the former student was safely taken into custody. Again, that motive is still up in the air, and we'll keep you updated when we learn more. Reporting live from Salt Lake City, Adam Small, KSL News Radio. Snowblowers around the state have been getting a lot of use this winter with our record-breaking storms. Here's KSL News Radio's Dale Spaulding. When is the best time to get your snowblower ready for a big storm? Small engine repair shops are saying last fall. According to Steve's Broken Toys owner, Steve Yancey, he's taken calls from West Jordan and up to Park City, but not because machines are breaking down. I haven't seen a lot of breakage. Uh, this last storm was unique in that it was a lot of snow. Um, the smaller single-stage snowblowers that are pretty popular here in the Salt Lake Valley didn't do so well. When you're ready to store your snowblower, Yancey recommends you drain the gas and run the machine until it dies so there's no fuel in the system. 
Dale Spaulding, KSL News Radio. First look traffic takes us back to you, Andy. Well, Amanda, it's almost emergency traffic level with the snowfall and uh, traffic struggles trying to get between 2100 North Lehigh and Bangor Highway. Whether you're on Redwood Road or I-15, both of those are seeing a lot more backups than usual. And the snow's really sticking to Harriman. Just to get to Mountain View Corridor, a huge challenge for people along the main roads, Rosecrest and 134th South. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. Eye on the Hill 2023. Special coverage on Utah's Morning News. Well, let's see. Today, Thursday, Friday. That's all the time Utah lawmakers have left to pass bills before the end of the 2023 legislative session. Joining us live for our last weekly check-in during the session is House Speaker Brad Wilson. Good morning, Mr. Speaker. Good morning to both of you. How are you today? We're doing just great. Uh, may I start with education and ask you about some of the bills that deal with school curriculum? I know the State Board of Education sent a list of, I think, nine bills that they say fall into a category of sort of nitpicking or micromanaging what school districts and school boards do. Can you speak to that a little? Yeah, happy to. Um, it's been a great session in general for education uh, j- just before I dive into that. Uh, we're going to have historic funding and uh, we, we, we care deeply and we're investing heavily in education. One of the challenges that we have um, with education is ensuring that parents have line of sight and visibility to what their uh, kids are being taught in schools. And so we're working with education stakeholders, lawmakers are, uh, to ensure that we get enough information to parents so they have uh, confidence of what their kids are learning or the things they, they want them to be. Uh, there's a process these bills go through, and uh, so we're getting feedback from parents, from educators, from state education leaders, and and uh, we'll see not all those bills will end up passing, and uh, we'll see where we end up, but I suspect we'll get a really good balance so educators have the flexibility they need but also parents understand what's happening in the classroom. Lindsay Ertz was telling us that a lot of these tax bills uh, have been folded into one. I believe it's House Bill 54, including the sales tax on food. Does that make it more or less likely that it actually will get passed uh, this legislative session? You know, it's uh, we just talked about how great a year it's going to be for education. Uh, taxes is right up there, too. We're going to have... Uh, close to $800 million in tax reduction for Utahns this year. I mean, that's remarkable. Uh, And the bill you're talking about includes income tax cuts for everyone. Uh, Seniors will have lower Social Security taxes. Um, We're helping lower-income folks with an earned income tax credit. And then we're also uh, likely to see um, the sales tax off food uh, be part of this conversation as well. So, Uh, When you put all those things together, quite frankly, Tim, it's really hard for lawmakers to vote against that. Mr. Speaker, can we do sort of a rapid fire round where I can name a number of different bills and you could just give me the status on them? Because I know there's still some hanging in the balance, like like the abortion bill. Yeah, it's uh, going through the Senate right now. I suspect that uh, it will pass. It clarifies what happened with our trigger law. And uh, we'll see that, uh, I think, across the finish line here in a couple of days. What about the state flag bill? (laughs) <laughs> One of the most controversial bills of the session, I might add. Uh, it passed the House committee yesterday or the day before, one of those two. And uh, my suspicion is we'll hear that on the floor Thursday or Friday in the House. We probably have parents out there wondering about the social media bill as well. Yeah, uh, they're still making their way through the system as well. The, the Senate bill is over in the House. The House bill is over in the Senate. I think you'll see both of those pass. They're 
not quite as robust as they were, but they're a, a really important first step. Just lastly, what about disbanding UPD? Uh, that seems to be on track. Um, that is over in the Senate right now, and they will hear that either tomorrow or Friday. Well, we'll see what gets left on the cutting room floor, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> House, <laughs> House Speaker Brad Wilson, thank you. Good luck with your final hours. Thank you. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.